Welcome to Watch Therefore. More than ever, it's time to watch and be ready for the coming of our Savior, Messiah Jesus, in the clouds for His people. He told His people, are you one of His people? He said, watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour of the coming of the Son of Man. And He said that in light of the signs that are all around us today that warn us, time is short, be ready to, as they say, meet your Maker. Yes, Dove Schwartz here in northern Israel, and behind me, the Sea of Galilee. You remember the water on which our Savior walked? Here we are in this special place together to learn what it means to watch therefore, to be the faithful servant. And that's exactly what we're going to learn today, God willing. But first, a word of prayer. O oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, Bless this special time we have together. We want to honor you, Father. We want to abide in and walk with our Savior, Messiah Jesus. And Lord, we want to be ready for your coming. Bless every viewer today. and Bless our time. We thank you in Messiah Jesus' name, Father. Amen. Well, in Matthew 24 and Mark 13 and Luke 21, we see a similar theme and similar scenarios repeated. And when you see things repeated like this in such prominent places as the Gospels in the Bible, well, we better listen. We better watch. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to look at these chapters through the lens of Matthew chapter 24. If you go look at Mark 13, Luke 21, there'll be some variations, but you'll see pretty much the same thing. So we're going to look at Matthew 24 today, beginning in verse 1. Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. This would have been a world-renowned uh, building complex, the Holy Temple in Jerusalem. Oh, this was, this was an amazing uh, structure or structures to behold. But our Lord Jesus is more impressed with his prophetic word. And he, he goes on to say, or the word of God goes on to say, And Jesus said to them, do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. And that's exactly what took place 35 to 40 years later as the Romans came in and destroyed the temple in Jerusalem. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Now, we need to stop here. Remember, these are nice Jewish boys. And they're looking for the Messianic age when Israel will be restored as the head of the nations and the Messiah is sitting on the throne of David. And they're acknowledging, we know who that son of David is. David is. It's you, Lord Jesus. When will you do these things? What will be the sign of these things? And Jesus answered and said, He said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. You see, progressive deception through the centuries is the order of how things are. And he goes on to warn them that there's going to be a lot of tragedy, a lot of trouble, a lot of blood spilled that won't be a sign of the end of the age. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. However, in the next passage, there is a distinction and the times they are a-changing. 
And we are here in these times that are mentioned. For nation will rise up against nation, our Savior Jesus said, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows or birth pains. And the reason it says sorrows there is in Merry Old England, who translated the Bible in English, that's where it would have been translated so, they would have said something like this pertaining to the difficulties of childbirth, labor. They would have said, oh, she's entering into the time of her sorrows. And I think all the mamas out there watching would agree it's a little more than that. Anyhow, the time of the birth pangs is what our Savior is discussing. And he starts off with nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. This would have been known as a Hebraism or a Jewish colloquial saying that means world war. Beyond a regional conflict that was being discussed in the previous passage, no, there's a distinction here. A world war, global conflict, global conflict. And the thing is, is the word nation there is actually ethnos. It would have meant Ethnos will rise up against ethnos or ethnic group against ethnic group. Like never before, this took place in World War I and World War II. And from there, the genocides that would take place, ethnic violence and genocides. Of course, six million Jews were killed in the Holocaust. But as you go up through the decades, you see horrible ethnic violence in the Pol Pot regime in Cambodia. In the killing fields, millions were killed, Serbia and Bosnia. Then in the 90s, in Rwanda, as one million Tutsis were wiped out in a hundred days by the Hutus, which spread over into the Congo and then into Burundi, where five and a half million were slaughtered in the Congo, the DR Congo, and a half a million in Burundi. And in the Congo and Burundi today, there's civil uh, unrest and there is ethnic violence to this day. And of course, all over the world today, you have Israel being surrounded by the Muslim nations. Islam versus Islam. The Shias killing the Sunnis. Islam is on the march all over the world today to wipe out Christians and others who don't agree with their version of this antichrist religion. USA, the United States of America with its racial tensions, North and South Korea, China and its neighbors, which could draw America into a horrible war, Russia and Ukraine, and in Syria, just over the border over there, 400,000 have been killed. 400,000 men, women, and children, which is on the news frequently today nation against nation, ethnic group versus ethnic group. And the next one he talked about in the birth pains is famine. Think of this, today, in our generation, there are almost as many hungry people on the planet as there were people on the planet just 200 years ago. Almost a billion hungry people on planet Earth. The next birth pain, pestilences. Diseases that often come are transmitted from animals to humans. There is bird flu, pig flu, uh, the MRSA virus, 
one of the most dangerous places in America is the hospital. People go in with something else and they come out with MRSA virus if they come out and they die. Oh, there's Zika virus, AIDS, antibiotic resistant diseases now that used to be curable like tuberculosis. Yes, there's sexually transmitted diseases that are killers that are antibiotic resistant today like gonorrhea. Dengue fever is back in America. Malaria all over the world transmitted by mosquitoes. We live today in the time of the birth pains. And then our Savior spoke about earthquakes. The world today is shaking under the weight of its sin. And there's what's called the ring of fire that goes from in the South Pacific around the Philippines, these islands around there, all the way up to Russia, over into Alaska, down the west coast of the Americas. Earthquakes in various places. When I was growing up, it certainly wasn't like this. Think of this. Today, one of the highest frequency of earthquakes places in the world is Oklahoma. Earthquakes in various places. Our Savior is coming very soon. And the signs are all around us. Lest you sorrow as those who have no hope, I have some good news. There is, now, what I'm about to say isn't the good news. There's a lot of tribulation coming. The Bible says our Lord Jesus goes on in the Gospels here to talk about a time of tribulation such as the world has never seen. Well, where's the good news? How about a little love, brother? I have some good news when we come back from the break. But I want you to think about this. We have a king that's coming very soon. And the signs are all around us. We need to get ready. I'll be back in just a moment. And we'll watch there four together. I'm so thankful for this time we have together. And I'd like to share with you the vision of Watch Therefore. Our aim is to make disciples who are the faithful servant. He's watching for the master to return and doing what the master commanded. And what does he hear when the master returns? Well done, thy good and faithful servant. How do we do that? Well, our Savior Jesus told us to go and make disciples. And so we believe the Bible is very literal when it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, to the Jew first and then to the Gentile. So we have our to the Jew first ministry, blessing Israeli believers, and then to the nations, poured out for the nations. With blessing Israeli believers, we work through our Israeli Believing in Messiah Yeshua partners throughout the land who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, planting Believing in Messiah Yeshua congregations, saving babies from abortion, feeding Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and much more. Blessing Israeli believers. And then, again, our work poured out for the nations. I've been in nine African countries with the gospel, preaching the gospel, making disciples, leading pastors' conferences, stadium events, planting congregations with our pastor partners in Africa. Oh, listen, we go to rivers and lakes and see them baptized by the scores. Oh, it's an exciting time. The Holy Spirit is with us, drops in on us, 
Oh, I got to share a quick testimony with you. We left in Uganda. We left the congregation. Many had come forward to pray to receive Messiah Jesus. Five hours later, we were at a restaurant and they called the pastor, said, Pastor, we couldn't leave and the Holy Spirit has just fallen. We'll be here worshiping the Savior till the sun comes up. Hallelujah. You see, that's the real deal, folks. That's what we're in this thing for, to make disciples who are the faithful servant. They're excited about being saved by Messiah Jesus. They're looking for his coming and they're making other disciples who are making disciples who are making disciples. Yes? Now, we have this great opportunity called Watch Therefore Media. And with Watch Therefore Media, listen, it's very effective. We can reach so many with the gospel that, that, you, that wouldn't go to church. They, you wouldn't see them in church on Sunday morning. No, no listen, we can reach them together. And why, why do I say together? Because though media like this is very effective, it's also very expensive. I'll do the work, but I can't pay for it. Yes? And so I don't ask anything from men. I believe that our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And we're trusting him that if he wants Watch Therefore Media to come to where you are, that he will raise up from our viewers people who are blessed and say, I want to partner with that. I want to be a part of blessing Israeli believers. I see the fig tree has blossomed. I see what the Lord's doing in Israel, and I want to be part of that. I believe I'll bless those who bless you. Yeah, I believe that. I want to partner in blessing Israeli believers, but not just because I want to be blessed back, because I love the Lord, and I know He loves Israel. Right? And, and, and then our work in the nations. Oh, he said, go therefore, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yes? And that he's with us even to what? The end of the age when he comes. Now this is a special opportunity just before the coming of the Lord for us that we together can be the faithful servant who we believe he's coming for us in the clouds any moment. So we're watching for him to come, but we're not just sitting around. Together, we're partnering to get out the gospel, to make disciples in Israel and the nations. Now, I want to take a moment also and share with you what you'll see in future Watch Therefore programs. You'll see our work in Israel with Blessing Israeli Believers. You'll see Blessing Israeli Believing partners with me here doing interviews, and you'll, they'll share their lives with you and what they're doing, what the Lord's doing here with them. You'll see our work in Africa uh, with the orphans and vulnerable children and some of the pastors we're working with. Lord willing, you'll see them baptized in rivers and lakes. Uh, you'll see people coming forward at messages I'm preaching to, to pray and receive Jesus as Lord. You'll see the fruit of your investment into Watch Therefore. How does it sound to you? I encourage you, pray and ask the Lord, O oh, Messiah Yeshua, O oh, Father in heaven, in Yeshua's name, Jesus our Savior, is this something you want me to be involved in to advance your kingdom? Now go to watchtherefore.tv. That's our website, watchtherefore.tv. And go to the kingdom advancement page to find out the details of these things. That's watchtherefore.tv, the kingdom advancement page, where you can find out the details of these things. You can also sign up at watchtherefore.tv for our monthly newsletters. So maybe you would say, well, I don't have money, but I can pray. We need people who pray, who give and even go with us to these special, special places to do these special things as the Lord would lead. 
Now, we're getting ready to go back into the program today and would ask you, prepare your heart to continue hearing the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. In the first segment of the program, I discussed with you the birth pains leading up to the time of the return of Messiah Jesus. He's sharing these things in response to the questions his disciples ask him about the sign of his coming. And so, just to recap, I discussed with you the four birth pains Messiah Jesus spoke of that show this is the time of his coming. The first one is global ethnic violence. The second one is famines throughout the earth. The other is pestilences, diseases. And last was earthquakes that would shake the earth in various places. And so, of course, all these things have been going on while man has been on the earth. But there's something special. There's an increase in frequency and intensity, just like birth pains, that we see in these four signs coming together. Well, our Messiah Jesus then spoke about this time of great tribulation. And I mentioned that before the program. And I also told you, how about a little love? And where's the good news? And I've got some of that for you in just a moment. But he talked about this time of great tribulation, such as the world has never seen, much of which we see unfolded in great detail in the book of Revelation. Yes? So here we are in Matthew 24, and I told you, you see these things also in Mark 13 and Luke 21. And things like this that are repeated are very important for the disciple of Messiah Jesus. Are you a disciple of Messiah Jesus? Well, here's the good news. Here's the good news. And then he goes back into some signs that confirm these other signs that are upon us today. But first, some good news. As he talks about the end of the tribulation, immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, the good news is the king is coming to sit on the throne of David. Just like he answered his, his disciples, he's answering us. He's coming very soon. But there's even better news for us that I'll share with you in just a moment. Yet our Messiah Jesus, after discussing the great tribulation, and his coming, he goes on to discuss other signs that confirm his coming. Now I'm going to go forward in Matthew, past the sign I'm going to save for last, to the days of Noah. In Matthew 24, 37, it says, But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. In Noah's day, they were in an evil culture, living wickedly, and as you look at Genesis 6, there are characteristics of that culture. The first one is a population explosion. Now think of this. In 1804, just over a couple hundred years ago, there were one billion people on planet Earth. Today, there are seven billion people on the Earth. Now I would call that a population explosion, wouldn't you? Then in Genesis 6, we see the intentions and the thoughts of people's hearts were continually evil. How could it get more evil? To than it is today with men marrying men and women marrying women. 
and, and what they're doing to children and human trafficking all over the earth. And, this, and the governments and the international agencies are up to their ears in this stuff, the people that are supposed to be fighting it. Oh, listen, it's horrible. It's horrible. This is like the days of Noah. And then the, the last major sign in Genesis 6 that reminds us of the days of Noah is the violence on the earth. And I've discussed that already. Don't have time to go into greater detail, but this is a violent place, the earth, more than ever. And, and, and we see that through World Wars One and Two and the genocides that I mentioned, but there's much more that I, thankfully I don't have time to go into today. No, these are the days of Noah and we need to be ready. But there's a sign that I'm gonna share with you now that is the center that confirms all of these others are online, as we say in our generation, right now. And we need to watch, therefore. It's the physical rebirth of the nation of Israel. In Matthew 24, 32, our Savior says, Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place, which would include the coming of our Savior to sit on the throne of David. Well, what is the fig tree? I, I've heard people scoff. Even in church, people scoff and say, well, how do we know Israel is a fig tree? Read your Bible. In Joel chapter 1, verses 6 and 7, the land of Israel is directly called the Lord's fig tree. Now, the Bible tells us the fig tree is Israel. And in one day, according to Isaiah 66, in one day, May 14, 1948, Israel physically became a nation, yet is not born again. And on other programs, I'll discuss the seriousness of these birth pains as it relates to Israel. But know this, when you see Israel as a nation and the nations of the world surrounding Israel to push them to give Jerusalem away, the prophets are leaping off the pages. And this Savior will come. And the Bible says that before he comes to sit on his throne in Jerusalem, he's coming in the clouds for his people. And then all hell is going to break loose on this earth. 1 Thessalonians 4 says, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, and the voice of an archangel and the trumpet, the shofar of God. The dead in Messiah will rise first, then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up with him together in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we always be with the Lord. That time is upon us, the rapture of the church, and it's coming any moment, and we need to watch, and we need to be ready. How do we do that? How do we do that? This is what I wanted to get to. I said all of that to say this. We need to be the faithful servant. We need to be the faithful servant. Because in Matthew 24, our Savior says this, beginning in verse 44, Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming in an hour you do not expect. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his master made ruler over his household to give them food in due season? Blessed is that, I want to be blessed, don't you? Blessed is that servant whom his master when he comes will find so doing. Assuredly, I say to you that he will make him ruler over all his goods. This is what we want to be. I want to be and make faithful servant disciples. The faithful servant disciple of Messiah Jesus, he's watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. The Lord is giving me a life by grace and mercy to watch for him every day. And just like I'm proclaiming to you right now and to proclaim his coming and to live for him in righteousness and peace. 
That's the faithful servant. He's watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. Now, there's a second servant. You know, there's not a third, fourth. Oh, okay, there's a, a faithful servant, an evil servant, and a kind of okay servant. And this servant I really like a lot. No, no, no. There are two servants. Which one are you? He says, but if that evil servant says in his heart, my master is delaying his coming and begins to beat his fellow servants and to eat and drink with the drunkards, the master of that servant will come on a day when he's not looking for him at an hour that he is not aware of and will cut him in two and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The wicked servant is wicked and the wicked go to hell. The wicked servant doesn't believe the master could come back today. In fact, he believes he's delaying his coming. And he becomes worldly and ungodly. Are you truly born again? Have you truly received Jesus as your Savior? He died on the cross for our sins. He was buried then, hallelujah, on the third day he rose from the grave. And he said we must repent, change our mind about our sin, turn away from it, turn to Jesus and put our faith in what he has done for us at the cross through his blood and resurrection. The innocent Savior died to pay for our law-breaking are lying and stealing and cursing God's name and much more. Call upon the name of the Lord today and be saved. Maybe you're saved, but you haven't been watching for the master to return. Oh, today, cry out to the Lord that by grace you would be the faithful servant watching for the Savior to come and doing what he commanded. Oh, Father in heaven, bless the precious ones who are watching today. Bless them, save them, Heal them as they call upon your name. Baptize them in your spirit and give them this new identity in Christ Jesus. Bless all of our viewers today that we might be your faithful servants, Lord. Watching, therefore, and being ready. Amen. Well, it's been such a special time and an opportunity to be with you today. Remember, the faithful servant is a daily lifestyle. So I encourage you, and while I'm doing so, I'm encouraging myself every day to look for our Savior Jesus to come, that when he comes, you'll hear, well done, thy good and faithful, what? Servant. Hallelujah. 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 Again, it's been great to be with you today. And here's how I like to end the program. Remember to watch, therefore, Messiah Jesus is coming any moment. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveschwartz 62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z-6-2 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website, watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. Feel free to also find us there at Watch Therefore Radio and TV. Watch Therefore Radio and TV. Until next time, We're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch, therefore, and be ready.